Hello, beautiful lovelies. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. See, my intent for this podcast is to help and aid other witches, especially black and queer witches. See, I created this podcast so that it becomes a safe space for all of us to learn from each other, no matter who we are or what our paths are. We are all cover mates, and I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Here at the Black Queer Witch Shop, my mission is to spread self-love and self-growth through witchcraft and divination. See, my goal are to provide you with the support um, for you to take care of your body, your mind, and your soul, period. You got to take care of your soul, baby, your mind. See, I want to share my knowledge with you guys. I want to share my knowledge with other witches. I want to share my knowledge with other people who also believe in magic. See, my ultimate goal for the Black Crew with Shop is to create a safe space for all those who seek a place to be free. Now, come and gather at the circle with me. We're waiting. Hello. Hey. <laughs> okay, y'all. So, welcome back to the Black Crew Witch Podcast. I'm so excited to have one of my good Judy's per on the podcast today. Share their experience. I'm glad that I have enough people to like do this little project of experiment uh, of experiences. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, have, you've been on the podcast once before, right? Yeah. Have we? I don't know. I can't remember. It must have been a while ago. I can't remember. It might have been last year. But hello, everybody. My name is Vernicia. I am the host of Love V Talks podcast. I mainly do um, advice podcasts and uh, meditation. Well, guided meditation and affirmations. And of course, this is my bestie, Denzi. That's how we know each other from school. That's my baby. Yes. Yes. Y'all should go check her out too because the guided meditations way better than I feel like I have. And her voice is just a lot more smoother. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a lot more smoother. (laughs) Yes, but is there anything like interesting going on in your life right now? Uh, I would say nothing really interesting going on in my life right now, but um, just everything going on in the world right now, like with inflation, with um, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, like all that is just seem like it's just a lot going on right now in the world. And yeah. I really just been taking a seat back. I really don't have an opinion about a lot of stuff only because. I don't know if it's because of social media, but I feel like a lot of stuff has been happening at once and it just be too much to take in. Like I have to take a back seat. I definitely feel that too. Like I've been like, when it comes to everything, like I've been just taking a back seat because I just feel like it's exactly what you said. It's too fucking much. We're being bombarded with too much stuff at one time. And it's just like, what do we focus our energy on? Like, where should I put my energy? You know, yeah. and what cause? Like, because you can't put your energy in all the causes. Right. 
Exactly. And I just been soaking it all in. I haven't really said much about a lot that's been going on, just more so just taking it in. And honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of it just feels depressing. So I try not to dive into it too deep for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like I know that we just had another I guess they say another mass shooting and then everybody want to argue about who feed the kids McDonald's. Like it just be too much going yeah, on. It's stupid. <laughs> it, it, it be goofy. Some of the stuff be so goofy. <clears throat> yeah, like I'm not about to Oh, you know what? That's something we could talk about. Cuz I saw everybody was going on for at least 3 or 4 days, child, talking about oh, what kids going to get food, which baby daddy. And I just feel like Maybe the viewers don't know what I'm talking about, but um, was it the girl? Was it a girl? I didn't see the video. I just I didn't see the saw video the either. Yeah, and it was basically she was mad because he had bought food just for his child, and she was like, "I have other kids in here, wooty wooty woo." And my personal opinion is, I don't feel like it was his duty. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his duty to feed the rest of her children. Um, it would have been courteous, yes to have fed all of her kids, but it wasn't his duty to feed all of those children. His duty was to feed his child. And not to put no blame on her, but, like, you also have multiple fathers for multiple children, so Mm -hmm. it's not his fault that their father may not be in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't do anything about that. Right. It's not his duty to do anything about that. Right. And I agree. And I saw so many people have an opinion about the situation, and I understand him not having an obligation. And one thing that I just feel like it was an easy solution was just eat with the kid, eat with your child before you get over there, problem solved. Yeah. Number one is, we all been a child where we had a doctor's appointment in the middle of the day at school. You come back, your mama done brought you McDonald's, not everybody at the lunch table begging for your a couple fries. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, honestly, just for the sake of the other kids, my solution would be just to eat before you even get there. Because, right. honestly, if I was a father, I probably would feel guilty about just my child eating in front of the other kids. Um, just cause, I mean, even if they, even if it's not my obligation, it's still just like, I don't want my child just eating in front of them, you know, especially mm-hmm. if the other child fathers aren't there, um, for them. I mean, if I have a couple extra dollars, like how I look at it, but I think what the problem was the audacity, like, oh, you need to feed my other kids. No, if he want to feed them, great. If he don't want to feed them, great. But either way, he only has one obligation to one right. child. Yep, that's how I feel too. Yeah. But I don't know, child. It just be too much. Like the Roe versus Wade, I don't really understand the whole point of taking away. Well, I guess they didn't they didn't take it away, but they just left it up to the state to decide if someone wants to if they wanna allow that or not, like terminating pregnancies. And um Sorry, I don't I'm know. It just feel like we we've taken a, a whole fifteen steps back. Yeah, it feels like we're going back in time. I just... And I know a lot of people, they try to use... Well, what if somebody is graped? Or what if somebody, you know, they have a partial... um, What is it called? A partial... um, Partial miscarriage. 
then what about them or whatever, whatever the case is. And I'm like, why does, why does it always have to, when we try to, when we try to support a, a cause, it's always like a, a super the inno- yeah, like the innocent versus people who just want to terminate their pregnancy because they don't want kids right now. Like, mm-hmm. I think that we kind of try to use the quote unquote, what people would deem as the innocent ones versus the ones who like just want to terminate a pregnancy simple, simply because they don't want ha- want to have kids. I just feel like if I, if, if, um, regardless of my views on how whether I want to, <clears throat> excuse me, end my pregnancy or not, it doesn't matter what somebody else does with their body. That's not. That's literally none of my business. Whatever the reason is behind it. Girl, send it to them white men. <laughs> <laughs> none of the motherfuckers that need to hear it, obviously. I don't think that a lot of people who are against it are saying. Uh, they're pro-life for more moral reasons. They say that is, but I I feel like they be trying to be pro-life because of like religious views. Yeah. Um, and because honestly, it's just for religious views, and it's not even I don't even want to say religious. I feel like it's for extremists mm-hmm. because a lot of the Christians that are these people, I don't even like to call them conservatives because that would mean that they were. They're practicing Christianity um, traditionally, right? Mm-hmm. And traditionally, Christianity, they're not practicing it traditionally. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them will be fucking, if, if anything, be stoned to death already. I think, what is it? Thanks. It's called extremism. Like, that's, the Christianity that we see is extremism. Just like how um, Muslim, like, those people who are, like, who are Muslim and they be, like, blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. And suicide bombing. <laughs> right. I don't know what to, I don't know how to say that like the nice way. Like, but I don't know how extremists. to say it either. We get what you're saying. Yeah. Those are extremists. Like those. That's like those. That's what you call extremism. Mm-hmm. That's my point. I'm trying to make. No, I I understand. I completely understand what you're saying. I think that. I think that um, people push their views their personal views on other folks and they look at it as that's the only way to live or that's the universal mm. way to live. Well, well, I mean, whether you're a Christian or not, other people aren't. And even if they are, maybe they choose, they still choose to, you know, terminate a pregnancy because that's what they want to do, but that has nothing to do with you. And you're not saving babies by telling people they can't have abortions legally. You know, they can do it illegally. Okay, that was the whole point of supporting um, legal ones to do it the safe way. They have a cutoff date for a reason because at that point, it it, it is a, a living thing that can actually survive without the mother. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I don't think that it has, it, I don't even know if it, I guess it, I mean, I guess majority of pro-lifers, it is a, a mainly just a religious thing. I don't really think that a lot of people actually care about kids as much as they claim they do. I think it's just, um, they it's say like they so many kids in the foster system. Mm-hmm. There's hundreds of thousands of children in the foster care system. So it couldn't be the kids. No. And majority of them don't even adopt. That's what's so crazy. If it was about children, why don't you adopt? Right. How come? Why not? 
I mean, you care about kids so much. Why not adopt? Child, please. So Child, I don't know. Please. It'd be too much. What be going through your mind? What what you got going on? Um, honestly, I've just really been to myself. I have literally been in hermit mode. I have been quiet. I have been still. I have been just minding my motherfucking business and making sure that my goals get accomplished. Like, that is literally what all I've been on. And I've been just practicing my craft and building more as a witch. Like, that is really my main goal is to build myself up as a witch Mm-hmm. Um, more and more like that's it like I don't have like this fucking exciting life right now yeah I feel as though right now with where I'm at in life it just have you ever talked to somebody which I know you can relate but have you ever talked to somebody and it seemed like everything in their life is going wrong but it's not mm-hmm. that it's anything out of their control it be like stuff that they can control themselves and they continue to be in the same cycle over and over again. And listening to that, especially when you working on your energy and working on protecting your peace, when you met with that, somebody that's constantly like a perpetual victim, it is so hard to relate and it's so hard to be compassionate or show any type of compassion. Mm -hmm. It's like they just suck the energy out of you and I just I I mean I can say that I've been in hermit mode myself because I had to fall back like you know with recent health issues and just trying to reflect on life and trying to figure out you know what's my best interest and what I need to do to move forward it's been it's definitely been a journey and sometimes it's okay to just drop back you know especially yeah. without people Cause some people take it personally and it's not a personal thing. It's something that has to be done sometimes. It's just a necessary thing. That's very true. And then with my birthday coming up, I really just been reserving my energy because I have a plan to just start my birthday off like on a good ass note, mm-hmm. start my new solar year off on, on like a, a good note. Like I've been trying to figure out where I want to do, figure out where I want to go so that I can be focused and then I can I can um gear my spell work um towards what I want to do and where I'm trying to go in my life. Yeah. So that's where I've been at. And I just been kind of just saying to myself so that I can collect my energy, I can build up my energy. I don't have to be around nobody else's spirits. Um so there's no no reason for somebody to be attached to me. None of that. I just been I've been trying to be quiet because there's nothing I don't have really much to talk about other than what I want what I'm trying to do. Right. And creating that for myself. So that's all I've been working on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's best to draw back and focus on what's important because you realize like especially when you go into hermit mode, especially when you go into like me mode, you notice a lot of things around you is not as important as they seem. And you know what's so crazy? I I thought about that too. Cause like lately I don't eat as much as I normally would. Like there's some days I'm I just won't eat, and it's not because of depression. It's just because I don't have no appetite. Mm-hmm. I like I noticed that, and I never thought that was true. When people was like, the more spiritual you get, the less that you want to eat. Like the the less your body wants to eat. Like I always want to drink a lot of water, but I don't really eat a lot either. I kind of have my theory about that, and I don't know if this makes sense. 
But you know how we would worry about things that didn't matter as much, but they were important to us? Mm-hmm. I feel like when you become more in tune with yourself and your well-being, you use less energy because you're not like focused on things that are important. You only focus in your energy on things that are important. So it's like you burning less energy. So you I don't, don't know if that makes the... sense. It, got, it makes sense. Like you burning less energy, so you don't need to take in a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just been not eating. I just been. Living my life. I just been trying to get my shit together. I've been trying to create more and be more creative. I've been doing a lot of inner child healing and just inner child work and that should take a lot of time and that should take a lot of like patience with yourself and just it's been beautiful. I can say that. Yeah. That's good. So tell us what is your spiritual background? Like what where where you find yourself if anywhere in the the realm of spirituality and religion if i be honest um i don't really know where i where i am and that used to scare me but now i'm kind of just soaking it up because i feel like right now where i'm at now i wouldn't say stagnant but i would say it's um i think spiritually i'm in a place where i just feel in between content. Yeah. And I and I, and I'm not so focused on trying to find my way. Mm-hmm. Um because I was stressing myself out about that. But now it's just okay, I'm riding the wave and this is okay for me right now. Like this is I feel fine. Like I don't feel like I'm stressing out about it. That's where I can say I'm at where I'm at. Okay, so what experiences have you had, like, paranormal? Like, have you had any experiences like that? Like, where you felt like something has come and visited you, or you've seen something? I Okay, so I, several times, actually, where I felt like I saw my, my granddad, and I never met him. He actually died a month before I was born and I've I've never, I think I've only seen like one or two pictures of him Mm -hmm. and I remember my last year my last semester of college I remember this tall dark skinned guy with this pretty smile like he had these broad shoulders and he would come see me all the time like literally every night and used to creep me out and I remember describing it to my mom because it started happening again recently. I would say like the past three or four months, same thing. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, two, three o'clock in the morning. And this big, tall guy is just staring at me, um, like just smiling, like he's just so proud of me. And I described it to my mom and my mom was like, wow, that's your granddad. But that's the only I would say experience. Well, another one was when I was like six, when um I had I had a dream about a a man with one eye breaking into my godmama house, and then the next day, a man with one eye broke into her house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Mm, interesting. Have you ever thought to do like ancestor work, like? Maybe venerate your ancestors or how you still, like, 
what are you doing with that? Because I know we talked about that before, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, you were saying that you felt a little uncomfortable. So, like, how do you feel now about it? Like, do you still feel that uncomfort, that unease? I feel very indifferent about it, only because I, I think I don't. I just feel so disconnected from them, and I know that sounds so bad, but you it's know. true. Like, I just don't. And it's not like I'm scared. At first, I was. It was a lot of fear. But I mm. think I just feel so disconnected from them, not because I don't work with them, but because I feel like I don't really know a whole lot about them. And I try to get information from like my family members and stuff, you know, that are still living. But it just the the dots don't connect. And I wish they did. I mean, I guess maybe if I work with them, I would, you know, they would. But it just feel like strangers to me. Mm. That's the that's how I felt about my ancestors for a while. I don't even know. Hold on, did I do that? Oh, I think I did talk about that on the podcast where I talked about how I had to do a cord cutting for my like um, relatives, mm-hmm. both living and dead. And I had to. Um, this was in the beginning of Saturn's return, and um, no, who was it, Saturn? Or maybe Jupiter? We're on Jupiter's retrograde, right? Jupiter. Uh, we on. Is it Saturn? Jupiter? No. Uh, is it the Saturn or Jupiter? It's either Saturn or Jupiter. But anyways, in the beginning, I felt like I needed to do it. Like, like I needed to close that door, close that window, close that book, close that chapter, and move forward with my life. And I did a cord cutting around that. Um, I also did a cord cutting too, girl. When I had, I did a cord cutting for all my past relationships. Um, romantic and um, platonic and I did a cord cutting also for all my past romantic lovers and sexual partners mm-hmm. and I think ever since I did those two cord cuttings I've been really just like I've been really feeling better I've been feeling more at peace because my energy isn't being drawn out to different people without me even knowing that they're being they're drawn from my energy you know yeah yeah and it was just it was a nice experience it was real beautiful um experience yeah and i'm i remember one time you had said something to me that really stuck to me and i did not think about this i don't know if it was you i think it was you denzi when you was like you said something about some folks ancestors just aren't good people or they weren't good people oh yeah they just had bad energy so you know it's not always a good idea to reach out to them and I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that because honestly, I I feel like we romanticize ancestry. Yeah, ancestor work. I do too. I feel like it is really romanticized ancestor veneration. Um, and I just feel like it's not for everybody. Like, I mean, I it's not for me. I know yeah. it's not for me. I tried it, it didn't work. I tried to do hoodoo and that didn't work out for me either. And I feel like it's just different for everybody. Like, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. Like, don't yeah. force it. Yeah. Yeah, and some people just don't mean you any good. That's Even after death. I mean, they just simply just don't mean you any good. So. You have to do that. Cut off. Cut them off. Cut it. Cut it. Ooh, cut it. Yeah, cut it. Have to let them go. Yes. One of my favorite songs, Erica Badu, Bag Lady. If that don't speak volumes, like, 
I love that song because we a lot of people just us just carry so much dead weight for no reason. You gonna miss your bus trying to carry all them bags. Mm-hmm. Let it go. It serves you no good. And like I think we romanticize letting and releasing things too. We make it seem like it's just this super easy process as if it's going to be all you need is a piece of paper, a candle, and, and a pen and start to write shit down. And, and a bay burn leaf. It. Yeah, or a bay leaf and write it and burn it. And it, healing doesn't... It, I feel like that right there can help things get the moving, but it isn't the healing. Like, that, that's not going to heal you. Mm-hmm. It's just a ritual to help you get things, get the ball moving. Yeah. And I feel like people forget that healing and letting go and all this shit, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's like going to therapy. Like, yeah, you can talk to a therapist, but if you're not putting in the work outside of your appointments, I mean, you just... You're just playing around. Yeah, therapy is a tool, but you have to use it. Yeah, definitely. So. I was just talking to somebody today um, about something they were talk- telling me that they were going to Rehex somebody or, or re like banish or rebind somebody, and it's crazy because sex. I just love sex, man. She always about keeping balance, and she came to me and she was like, "That doesn't need to happen to that girl. Like, y'all need to try to heal her." And some people don't be understanding like healing is a weapon too. Like, you don't always have to hex people. I feel like you got to find that balance between. I feel like you need to know the difference between when to hack somebody and when to heal somebody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some people just need that healing. And sometimes you don't even need to even put your energy into it. You just need to be that, that ripple in their pool that's going to start the chain reaction. Right. No, it does make sense. It does make sense. Like trying to destroy somebody isn't helping nobody. So why not try to heal them? And one thing too, I was I told that person, I was like, they were telling me that this person used to throw stuff in their face and whoopie whoopie woo. And I just told him, I said, Well, if if you're doing something from the heart, that's all that matters. Yep. Like, that's all that matters. If you're doing it from the heart, if you were do if you did that shit because you really wanted to do it because you were being genuine, that's all that matters. So regardless of what they try to throw in your face, you did that out of love. Right. And there's no purpose of taking your love back because some people be needing that love. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that, but I went somewhere. No, I <laughs> I think you did just fine because sometimes it just takes looking at things at a different lens for it to make more sense. Mm-hmm. Or you focus on, you know, like, for example, if somebody really makes you angry or you feel like something is wrong with their spirit or you just really want to um, hex them. And when you see things through a different lens, sometimes it's simply that they need healing or they like you just see things a little differently with the situation yeah. of the person. So, <clears throat> no, I, what you say it makes makes sense. And that also just comes from healing yourself, too. Like, because once you start to heal yourself, you be like, damn. Not understand why that person was doing the shit that they were doing. Not understand. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're going to give them a pass for their actions, but to understand that person and know that, hey, that this isn't going to work. Maybe I should undo this and I should put some healing energy on them and just leave it at that. 
and then also that person was saying that like I've tried to heal this person before and they just taking my energy and did whatever they want to with it and I told them I said I said you sound just like people who try to police the homeless once you give something away to somebody you can't dictate what they do with that gift nope I said so if she took the energy and used it for something else hey that is what it is but your your it was all about your intention. You can't you can't focus and worry about what the bitch gonna do with the gift. You gave the gift in good spirit, and then that was it. I agree one hundred percent. We definitely a lot of people like to police what other people do with. I mean, just like you said, if if I give somebody a homeless person five dollars or whatever and if they decide to buy some cigarettes then oh well that's their prerogative who am i i gave it to them and what what happens with it when it leaves my hand is not up to me and that's okay because my intentions were pure if i wanted to give them that five dollars i gave them that five dollars because that's what i wanted to do exactly exactly oh exactly what other realizations have I been having lately? Oh, I had an um, experience with Horus. So I had invoked Horus um, to help uh, Jason with something that he had with one of his spirits. Uh-huh. Um, and I invoked Horus. And it was like my first time invoking Horus. So I didn't think he was going to I was about to ask that. <laughs> but he came and like, I feel like I what I love about Horus was like, um, so I was talking to him and he came down and y'all know I'm a child of a set like Isis is my patron goddess like so basically Horace is like a quote unquote brother of mine basically um, but he came down or whatever and we, we had a conversation before he went and did whatever he had to do with Jason and he was like what, what are you calling me to this circle for a child or whatever and I had did one of those you know how like you playing with your like siblings and you do one of them stupid ass vows like Master, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did one of those stupid ass things, and he was like, Um, I was like, Jason needs your, your help, he needs your clarity, whoopie whoopie woo. And we talked, and then he went, into, he went into Jason, um, and then I had left the circle. And I was like, And as I was leaving the circle, I was like, He is such a brat. And he was like, Horace was like, Watch your mouth, you're one of her kids, but you're not one of mine. And it, it just was like that cute, like sibling, like back and forth banter. It was no like, um, it was no like malintent. It was just like, it was cute. And I was like, maybe I should start working with Horace more. Hmm. And, and that, that was your first and only time? Connection. Yeah, that was my first and only time doing it. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe look into it and see what the vibes is. Yeah. So how are you? I, I just. Mm. So you said you're going into. You've been in hermit mode. And. Do you. I don't know how to ask this question. Do you. Like how do you. When you retreat right. Uh-huh. What is your main goal, or do you just kind of just go with the flow, or do you focus on doing like inner work? Honestly, a lot of the times when I go into hermit mode, my main focus is to like recharge, like my social battery. My social, my social battery is at its end, right? So mm-hmm. I go there to kind of like 
retreat and build my energy up. And then it just happens that I have all these healing experiences at the same time um, as I do, like, Herman Mode a lot. Like, and I think it's just because I like to be by myself during my my times of recharge. So it gives me more time to kind of rethink about um, my life. And honestly, I feel like healing is an ongoing thing. Like, even if I wasn't in Herman Mode, I, I'm still healing. I still go through things and realize things because I'm always practicing my my craft and my craft has been there to help me heal. My craft has saved my life. So I'm always healing in some way or form regardless if I'm in harmony mode or not. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think we automatically and I know I, I've done this quite a few times myself where I always associate it when I have, feel like I have to recharge, I have to do some type of self-improvement when that's really not even what it's about. Sometimes that feels like exhausting mm-hmm. or it feels like a lot. So sometimes I just want to chill. I don't want to think about nothing. Yeah, because healing takes energy too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes it's just best to just chill, just to rest. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. And I'm here for I love it. I've been in my garden more. I've been playing with my uh, plant spirits a lot more and communing with them and shit like that. So it's been nice. Yeah. That's good. I'm here for it. It's been fucking nice. What else has been going on? I think that's it for River. Like spiritual, my spiritual experiences as of now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I haven't really I've been trying to like invoke all of my deities. Oh, so I didn't tell I think I was talking about this. I don't know. I probably be forgetting about what I be talking about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um my solar, you know, my birthday coming up. So I plan on doing um I plan on calling in a familiar before my birthday. Um and this is gonna be my first familiar. And I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to, like, share, like, how it's going to be. I'm just, like, super fucking excited for it. Like, I want a familiar so badly. Yes, you should be. So I'm excited for that. And I just can't wait to start this new, what, my year 27? Mm -hmm. I can't wait to start this off with a bang. Like, I'm opening up doors, bitch. Like, on that day, I'm doing all kinds of fucking magic. I'm doing money. I'm doing a money spell. Um, I'm gonna do a motherfucking door opener. I plan on doing um some protection work. Um, I plan on doing some work around my business and the podcast. I'm gonna do some work around moving to Colorado. Like, I'm about to be. I'm about to set this month off. Like, I'm ready for. I'm ready for it for what what it has to bring. I'm probably yeah. gonna do like a love spell too, like to draw in, draw in more love and you know, mm-hmm. romantic, platonic, all types of love. So I'm just gonna be doing some work. Yeah, I for sure can see you in Colorado. Like I, I don't know, it it would it fits you. I feel like it fits me too. Like I'm definitely gonna go next year. I definitely want to move to Denver. But I wouldn't mind moving to Boulder either. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to go to Denver. I plan on spending, I want to spend like a week there. 
um, or at least five days there and just kind of get the experience. I've been looking at places in Denver, like things that I think I would like to do so that when I go, I can have a roster of shit I want to do. Yeah. Okay, you said Boulder? Yeah, Boulder, Colorado. Okay, so what is that close to? I've actually never heard of Boulder, so you have to catch it's close to um, It's close to Denver. Oh, okay. It's I like a it's suburb? Like... Yeah. Okay, suburb of Denver. Okay. I like Denver a lot. Um, I would love to go to Colorado Springs to visit, but um, I love Denver. Like, it's so many... It's just so many, like, young people. It's so many people who just opportunity. It's like, it just seems like it just meant for you. I don't know why, but it just it just does. Yes, and marijuana is also legal there. So I can grow my own marijuana plants and start, like, doing more experimenting when it comes to, like, using marijuana in my practice and in my craft. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just want to, I want to check it out. And that's where I want to go. And if I don't move to Colorado, no, I'm going to move to Colorado. I'm not even going to put yeah. that out there. I'm not even going to put that energy, that type of stupid shit out there. Nope. <laughs> See? I had to catch myself. Like, I was like, I'm about to put some sometimes you got to. Bad juju on my own stuff. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just so happy I caught myself because I was about to put some bad juju on me. But yeah, so that's what I plan on doing. I'm going to do an uncrossing. I'm going to rid myself of all this energy that's not mine. I'm probably going to start doing that ceremony. or uh, I want it to be a couple of days uh, before the birthday. So I'm thinking about starting it tomorrow. Maybe not even tomorrow. I might, yeah, I might start it tomorrow. I'm going to do like a, no, I'm going to start it tonight. I'm going to do an uncrossing bath tonight. And then I'm going to do an uncrossing candle tomorrow. And then on the third day, um, I'm just going to transmute the rest of the energy that's not mine back into the earth. Um, and I'm going to just do that. And wash myself clean. Get myself clean. Get myself ready for the new beginnings. And I'm excited for it. Yes, I'm excited to see what 27 brings. 26 wasn't bad, but 27 going to be that girl. Claiming it. She going to be that girl. So, yeah. Claiming that's it. That's what I'm doing. What else? You have anything else? We were supposed to be talking about experiences, and we end up talking about other shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot going on, and like, there's literally so much going on. Like, we can't just, you know. Well, I guess it's still like. But I guess we're still talking about experiences. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I have anything else. I mean, because I just been so to myself lately that I kind of just been soaking stuff in, so I don't really, I haven't really been, I wouldn't say anything has changed really, with me anyway, other than just focusing on myself and you know, trying to staying healthy and keeping my mind clear and, you know, staying positive, that's pretty much it. I've also been trying to get my body together too, mm-hmm. um, in all honesty, and it's been difficult I'm trying to like find a routine and actually stick into that routine and actually doing it. It's been a lot difficult than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And like, I really want to detox. I want to have like a good ass detox. Oh, what is the store still open? Uh, I might go to the store and get some pineapples and just make like 
a bunch of like pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. And that'll help me to detox and get some more fruit. Pineapple ginger and I want to say green what apples. Uh, green apples are good. Um, I'm trying to think what go with the the pineapple and ginger. I want to say lemon, but I feel like that's a little too acidic. Or oh, maybe pineapple. Uh, I can see orange. It's not as 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 hard or acidic as a uh, lemon. I'm gonna have to look up this recipe. I used to drink it all the time. Can't think of it right now. But it's I know it's pineapple and ginger. But if you're thinking of like a detox, it'll keep you full. Your skin be glowing. You just yeah. full of energy. It just feel good. Like you don't feel like you're not eating. You just full, like you getting all your nutrients. Like it just, it feels good on your body. Like I took like some laxatives to kind of like push, push the things out of my colon and mm-hmm. out of my body, like those toxins that build up there. Um, but yeah, I've been wanting to do like another detox too. Like maybe I could just make some teas. Like I make some good ass teas, but I kind of want to do a juice thing for like the next couple of days. Like. Detox through juice. Juicing is amazing. Um, sometimes I don't really eat enough veggies just because sometimes like the volume of veggies you got to eat to get the amount of nutrients you need be a bit much for me. Mm-hmm. So juicing is definitely perfect. Um, a perfect way to get like all your nutrients without having to drink too much. But I don't know. And then I love playing around with juicing because juicing is really fun to me. You get to play around with different recipes and all of it is good for you anyway. So you really you really cannot mess it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm pulling off right now, baby. I'm going to go to the store. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really like serious about it. I really want to do it and get my body together. Like I, I feel like I've grown so much spiritually. And I feel like my spiritual growth should reflect in other places other than just my spirit and my mental. It should reflect in my body as well. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that for sure. You'll feel so you'll feel so good when you start juicing. And they, it's going to be addicting because you're going to be wondering like, hmm, I wonder if I mix this together. How would this taste? It's just, it's great. It really is. I'm so nervous. I'm so going to go get some stuff. <laughs> I would always, no matter what you do, I would totally put cucumber in whatever. Because cucumber, you can mask. Even if you don't really like the taste of cucumber, um, it's so hydrated and it has so much vitamin C. It's so good for you, boo. Like That's crazy because I got to have a cucumber at the house and I got a whole watermelon. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love me some watermelon. <sighs> Just thinking about the watermelon Cucumber, right watermelon now. juice. I know, and watermelon juice is so good. It's so refreshing. So I'm definitely going to use that watermelon. I'm going to get some pineapple. I got my watermelon. Uh, I don't think I'm going to use ginger because I don't want my shit to taste spicy. But <laughs> I think I might... <laughs> <laughs> I might just put some, um, what you call it in there, like some orange or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with watermelon. Watermelon is so good for you. 
And watermelon juice will have you really, really full, like surprisingly full. So when I used to drink it all the time, I used to make pineapple watermelon juice mm. in the morning. And I would be full for hours because watermelon has like a stupid amount of fiber. And you just going to be full as hell for hours. You're going to be like, damn, I'm still not hungry. Yeah, because I'm trying to get slim thick. I mean, I'm already thick, but I'm trying to get slim too. Okay. <laughs> Juicing is, is good, especially a good start. Yeah, I feel like that's why I'm going to start it. I'm going to go get me some stuff and start on it. Why not? Why not be forward? I'm talking about what I want to do. Let's go and do it. Amen. Sometimes, I mean, shit, sometimes I don't be feeling like eating a whole meal, so I'll drink a juice. And I feel satisfied. Cause sometimes I don't know. Sometimes eating be tiring to me. I know that sounds weird, but it's be tiring to me. I like drinking juice. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, this was a good podcast episode. We talked about our experiences, and I had a great time. Well, tell them again, like about your podcast and where they can listen to you at, and. I'm get shit. Yes, so it's your girl V. I am the host of Love V Talks. That's L O V E V E E T A L K S. Oh, did I spell that right? T A L K S. I can't even spell. Um, <laughs> and I just do meditation, affirmation, uh, podcast episodes, health, wellness, just all that jazz. Sometimes I do advice videos. And I also have a private group on Facebook, which I actually need to get a little bit more active with. I got because I haven't been, I've been slacking a little bit, but join that as well. And that's Love V Talks. Well, we just have a little bit more intimate conversations about just life, personal choices, sex, relationships, all that jazz. But yeah, check your girl out. Yes. Well, this was amazing. Um, I'm going to call you after I wrap this up. And- I will see you beautiful lovelies in the next episode. I can't wait to share some more fucking experiences with you. July isn't over, so let's get it popping, period. All right, bye guys. Love you. Bye guys. I know, babes. You've been wanting to be on the podcast for a good little minute now. I know. I can feel it, period. I'm a witch, duh. But this is how you get onto the podcast. All you need to do is send me an email at theblackqueerwitch at gmail.com. Send me your name. Send me your age. Send me your pronouns. Send me your phone number. And then send me a description of about yourself and a description about your craft. And also leave in there what you want to talk about on the podcast. And I'm definitely going to get back with you as soon as I possibly can. And I want to see how many people I can reach with this. So... Hit me up so we can all have a discussion on the podcast. All right, guys. Bye.